It's time out. It's the Leadership Coaching Series, and I'm Bill Price. Welcome. Today's coaching session pays attention to the subject, Raising the Bar. Leadership Raising the Standards. Let's face it. Any project without leadership is simply a recipe for disaster. I can remember years ago, my family and I visited um, Disney World, and what intrigued me was a gentleman who walked out of an ice cream shop holding an ice cream cone in his hand. He was wearing a very peculiar cap. It had two peaks, one on either side, on the left and the right. I knew that this was something very strange, so I proceeded to walk a little faster, walked ahead of him and then turned around and began to giggle. The inscription that was printed on the cap were the following words in bold black words. I am their leader, which way did they go? And it's almost as if it's like looking to the left and right and going, oh my goodness, where the team? Where are my people and where are they headed? For goodness sake. Learning to lead is an art. I was involved in a management and leadership analysis in a large corporation, a blue chip corporation, and we interviewed almost 1,400 people whom the staff had appointed and said had leadership abilities and capacities. The interesting thing in every story that began um, to weave its way into reality was there was a beginning point. The person was born. And so in that survey, we came to conclusive scientific evidence and we answered the universal question, is a leader born or is a leader made? And in all 1,400 odd people that we counseled and that we interviewed, we discovered that every single one of them was born before they were made. So a leader is born and a leader is made. Shakespeare said some people are just born, others have leadership and greatness thrust upon them. But the ability and the capacity of leadership is that of orchestrating and facilitating. And so in our coaching session today about how leaders raise the standard and raise the bar, please would you take an A4 page and on the left-hand column draw five circles downward. Um, And as you draw them vertically, the first circle you can write the word leadership In the second circle, you can write the word strategy. In the third circle, you can write the word people or team. In the fourth circle, you can write the word resources. And in the fifth circle, write the word processes. Before any leader and their team can achieve any goal and achieve their expectations while fulfilling their highest dreams and values, There has to be an orchestration of these five circles interlinking with each other. There is no silver bullet solution to leadership. 
Leadership is always a holistic approach. It's always more than one thing, and it's always looking at things in perspective in relationship to, with each other, than just saying it's one little secret. So those of you who write, listen to books and read books and listen to speakers to say that there's this one secret, there's not just one secret to the world. The world is far bigger than just one little secret. It's interrelated, it's interconnected. And as Paul wrote to the Colossians and said that all things are in him, every single thing, every molecule, every atom, every um, electron, every neutron, every single thing is in him. So it's a collective process rather than a selective compartmentalized life that we live. For leadership to raise the bar, leadership needs to understand that their goal is to ensure that the vision is fully understood and committed to, that the vision has a collective understanding to it. Now, in business, every organization or every good organization has a vision and a mission. I work with church organizations and NGOs and uh, PBOs, and they all tell me that they too have a mission and a vision. But sometimes I wonder in the community of church life that suddenly there is a leader that pops up, has this grandiose vision, and expects everybody in the church not to have their vision, but to submit to their vision. I ponder because there is a scripture that reminds me in Ephesians that the job of leadership within the church community is to ensure that they empower every member for their vision and their purpose and their ministry. And you know what? It's interesting. I've yet to find a church that has a mission statement that says, your vision is our vision. All too often I come into church and I hear how the leader has a vision for this and the leader has a vision for that. And if you don't line up to that, well, the Lord help you and anybody else who can. But leadership is about vision. It's about communicating that vision. It's about being clear about that vision. It's about stating that vision in such a way that every single person who is being led and influenced by leadership is in a self-improvement process working along to produce the end product. The leadership role is to ensure that all members in the team work towards the commonality of the understanding of the vision and mission. It also means that every single member needs to take personal ownership rather than responsibility. That's a der word. Rather use the word personal ownership. Take ownership for it. It's yours. Hold it close to you. Responsibility sounds as if it's this Gregorious word that rests upon our shoulders and upon our lives. And we're not too sure what to do with it and even what it means. But personal ownership? Mm -hmm, I know what that means. If we take personal ownership for our continuous improvement in our lives, in every aspect of our capacity and performance, that's the role that leadership must ensure. 
Another role and function of leadership besides ensuring that there's clarity of vision and communicating that vision with clarity at all times is to ensure that they recognize and appreciate members of the team not only for their efforts but also to learn from their mistakes. A vision is an aim for the future at any level, for any team, for any organization. It's the ability to define it and to keep it alive and to compare it where you are now and to map it out. That's the role of great leadership. Great leadership is leadership that pays attention to paying the, uh, the attention to the focus of the realities of every single follower. They need to pay attention to the facts and the figures and the conversations and the attachments and the values and the accumulated experience of that unfolding vision. It's about how that vision is expressed. And so it's important for leadership to make sure that when they communicate and express that vision, that they keep the vision and mission wording brief, clear, and prescriptive. And that we need to test every statement. We need to move from weak statements like, we have a strong people orientation and demonstrate care for every employee in our organization. First of all, what does people and orientation and practice and care mean? A strong statement would read, we lead local suppliers in share product service quality value and customer satisfaction and good conduct by being different and measurably better. That's a strong vision statement. It can be understood. Creating a vision statement that's broad and that has multiplicity of meanings in it is very, very difficult for people to personally weave into their own stature and into their own capacity and ability. The coaching question, therefore, around leadership is, so where's the gap in my leadership in terms of vision, vision sharing, vision clarity and ensuring that every team member is in a process of self-ownership and self-improvement and having a capacity to be able to measure that improvement every single month. The second circle in the um, vertical column on the left-hand side is the word strategy. Strategy is simply a military term. It's a word that describes the development of steps in relation to. So strategy is about if I'm about to um, plan to go on vacation, I, I gotta have, I've got to come up with a strategy. And the strategy is the steps that we're going to take. The things that we need to consider, like the weather. Are we going hiking or are we going swimming? Are we going fishing or are we going deep sea diving? Uh, whatever is the, the action determines the strategy that we need to follow. What's the terrain like, the geography? What's the weather like? What's the temperature? Because that'll determine what we need to prepare for and pack into um, our suitcases 
uh, and containers that we're going to take with us on holiday. It's about logistics. Do we know the route? Do we know the distance between one petrol station to the next? Strategy is about developing steps of toward a direction. And it's about determining the objectives so that each objective, in terms of its aim, reaches the highest quality of standards and outcomes of our project. Strategy is the ability also to communicate that strategy to everybody so that everybody can understand their role and function in terms of precision and timing. Who does what, when and where and exactly how. Every person needs to clearly understand the positive and the negative impact that they have on the strategy if they get things wrong or mess things up or just don't pay as much attention. The coaching question is, where are the gaps in my strategic thinking? Am I thinking broad enough? Am I thinking wide enough? Am I thinking big enough? Am I thinking far enough? Am I thinking too far? Am I thinking too big? The next circle is the circle entitled people or team. A definition of a standard or the bar that leadership needs to pay attention to is encapsulated in the statement of the amazing man Christ, a Jewish rabbi who said these words, well done, good and faithful servant. Simply meaning that even although one is in this mystical world called ministry or the community of the church, there's very little difference in terms of standards of excellence. That the things that we do need to be done well and that they need to be done. They need to come to conclusions. So how much procrastination is in your organization? What's on your desk that you've been procrastinating? So it's about well done. Then he says, good and faithful servant. So how's my attitude of serving? My mindset of being there for others? Being faithful and loyal? Being someone that can be depended upon and not like a broken ankle that when your full weight is upon it, you can't do anything. And am I doing things good? A simple but powerful word that is found in creation story used about seven times at the end of every creation reality. It is good. The ability that people will have at the end of every day to sign off their own personal standards and say, that was a good day. I did it good. And good is enough. So the coaching question is about how am I as a leader engaging with people? Am I getting them engaged or am I trying to motivate them and create wind for their sails? Or am I engaging them to take personal responsibility to realize that it's not the force of the gale, but it's the setting of the sail that matters in their lives? The next circle 
and in that circle is the word resources. Now a resource is simply a financial resource, a logistical resource, a human resource, a talent resource, a skills resource, a capacity resource, a thinking capacity resource. So resources have got to do with leadership and leadership is about orchestrating those resources and allocating those resources and understanding that you have to work with certain realities. We don't always have enough in the budget, but what am I doing effectively with the budget that I have? And the second question, how am I applying creativity to ensure that I can create more resources other than the ways in which I'm usually just involved in? So leadership is the ability to ensure the financial resources are managed effectively and that everyone understands what's happening and why. I was asked by a chief executive officer in a huge organization to coach his managers to think like profit-minded people so that they in turn can influence their teams to be profit-minded teams. To realize that there's things such as cost and that there is expenses and that there's income and that there's savings. So resources is about technology and it's available availability of that technology and the state of art of that technology. And so the coaching question is, so what's the condition of my resources? Are they replenished? Are they depleted? And are we creatively applying creativity and innovation in terms of re-resourcing ourselves? The final circle is the circle called processes. The human brain pays attention to big picture, then process, then detail. Some people, it's the other way. They pay attention to process, then big picture, and then detail. Others, it's just detail, with slight reference to process, and even less detail um, on big picture, or attention to big picture. But in general, the processes are vital to ensure the management and leadership are totally effective in any organization. So processes are about systems. And the question we need to ask is, do our systems support our strategy? And when one pays attention to our systems, in other words, the hierarchy, the red tape, the bureaucracy, are there delays? Can we speed up things? And the important thing here is to allow our people to give us advice on that, on how to improve things. So every month, people need to be sharing with their management in terms of three ideas that I've come up with, how we can improve things around here. And those ideas need to be taken seriously and they need to be thought through in terms of their strategic impact. Remember that collectively we have the solutions. Processes help us develop performance measurement and those performance measurements give us feedback so that we can maintain momentum in terms of making things better and ever improving. So we need to stimulate people to be able to be innovative and creative so that we can improve the processes in our organization.
coaching others as a, uh, a leader's function in terms of orchestrating and facilitating has got to do with paying attention to detail. In a coaching session, a leader listens carefully to what people are going to do. So it's about forward feed in rather than feedback after I've done it. So tell me how you're going to do it. What do you think are the outcomes? And how are you going to pay attention to some of the challenges and risks? Then go and do it. Action it. And then come back and tell me what you've learned. And that's called feedback. And so in the process, we coach each other. And in the sessions, we learn just as much as we teach. So leadership is about orchestrating and facilitating the ability to have flexibility in the way in which we learn and the way in which we look at how projects unfold. And it's in the unfolding where the learning takes place, where we organize and collaborate and see different functions and different people and different talents and different departments, all engineering towards one key objective and that is to achieve the vision and the mission. The main thing is also to pay attention as leadership in terms of raising the bar and the standard is to become a strategist in such a way that you administer and develop and inspire people in such a way that you broaden knowledge. Your team must be gleaning information from the market. They must be asking their friends and neighbors and relatives colleagues. They must be learning with their eyes and their ears and their heart and their intuition. And they must focus on adding value at every single monthly meeting to tell each other what have I learnt new and what have I learnt about. What have I learnt about God, about life, about people, about my organization, about me. Leadership is the ability to use the capacity of people, the collective talent, to raise the standard and raise the bar. At the end of the session, what three questions do you have as a leader? A question could sound like, having heard what I've heard and written what I've written, what are three things that I need to pay attention to in the next 30 days that will improve my leadership capacity by 30%? And reflect on the answer. Come up with another two questions for yourself because remember, the power of the question is where your mind will go and where your next step of personal growth will take place. Until our next coaching session, this is Bill Price saying thank you.